Lori Houston's News for the Heart is dedicated to helping you give a voice to your own soul. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggles that keep us from awakening to our true essence. Join Lori now as we delve into our heart and soul to find the path that will open us to the possibilities and lead us to the life we love to live. And good afternoon. This is News for the Heart. And today, well, today's the second. You won't hear this until probably Friday, but it is the second. And I have Nancy Ruta here. You got to go to my Facebook and check out the picture because I, I don't know who's more excited. <laughs> I think I think maybe Nancy's a little bit more excited. She looks uh, pretty excited holding on to Angel, which uh... <laughs> she's a cutie. Oh, my God, I know. <laughs> All right, so we are going to talk about 2017. Yes, finally, the energy has shifted. And it was New Year's Eve, I'm sitting at home alone, and right at midnight, I felt this weight lift my body. And I'm like, oh, thank you, universe. Thank (laughs) you for the different vibration that's coming into play. (laughs) I know, it's been so crazy. Yeah, and that's the heaviness of all the... um, the 2016, the nine vibration, right. the Virgo Pisces polarity that we were working through and all that karma um, and being of service and, and just that heavy energy associated to it. So when we came into 2017, it's like it lifted and now we're ready to embrace all kinds of new potentials, possibilities, new opportunities. And I'm really excited about it because we are in a 10-1 year. Right. Right. Now, for those people who don't know what a 10-1 means, it's when we take the year, we add 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 7, and that equals 10. 1 plus 0 equals 1. So that's where we're coming up with yeah, the 10-1. numerology only goes to 9. It, it does only go to 9. Uh, but the numerology no- that I do, I reflect it to the major arcana and the yeah. tarot. So I go right up to 22. Right. And so we're actually working in the constellation of the magician, which is 1910 one. Now, 19 does not come into our formula. So that means that it is unconscious. And it's a really nice energy to have unconscious because it pulls in the sun card in the tarot, which is the sun in the universe. Sure. So it's a nice vibe to be working with on an unconscious level. Um, The downside to it is the ego. Right. Okay. So be aware of the ego and it won't overtake you. Okay. So there is the potential for some ego learning this year, some ego lessons, especially connected to the eclipses. Okay. Because the eclipses are moving from the Virgo Pisces energy into the Leo Aquarius energy. Right. So when we deal with Leo, again, Leo rules the sun astrologically. So there's that vibration of the ego getting pulled in there as well. Okay. So think of the eclipses in Leo this year as ones where we're releasing our ego, connecting with our spiritual center or our heart center, or aligning our heart center into vibrating at a higher level. Okay, because it's about really raising into that vibration of love. But we need to be extra conscious of it because the 19, the sun card, is an unconscious vibration this year. 
Okay. So it's still working with us, just not on a conscious level. The 10 energy is connected to the Wheel of Fortune in the tarot, which is connected to the planet Jupiter, which me being a Sagittarius, I love Jupiter. (laughs) Really, who doesn't love Jupiter? (laughs) Anybody with Jupiter and Gemini might not like it very much. Oh, really? What does it do to Gemini? Um, It's in its fall position. So it's it's just not happy in that space. Oh, interesting. So it's weaker. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, but still, well, there's a lot of duality when it's in Gemini too, right? But sure. Jupiter's about growth and abundance and, ex- and you know, expression and anything that's large and huge. It's the biggest planet of the universe. So would there be a house that doesn't like Jupiter too? Third. Oh, interesting. Yes. That's interesting. Because isn't the third all about joy and... Third house is about communication. Okay. Right. And it is ruled by Mercury. Right. Um... But yeah, no, it's opposite the ninth. Mm. So any planet in its opposite sign doesn't like to be there. Okay. Okay. So if it's because it's naturally ruled by Sagittarius, directly opposite Sagittarius is Gemini. Mm. Okay. It's naturally ruled by the ninth house, directly opposite the ninth house is the third house. So that's where we get it's weaker. Its position is weaker. So it it doesn't um, express itself to the best of its ability. Okay. Right. It's almost like it's repressing the planetary energy when a ruling planet is in its opposite sign. Okay. Although I have to say, because mine had been in my third house, you know, that was when all my books and like all the writing and stuff kind of took off. So it was good for me. But Yes. Um, I guess if you're in communications or communications is part of what you do. It, yeah, you'd also have to look at the sign it was in, though, too, right? So right. even though it's in your natal third house, right. um, it's it could be a good time for writing, but it's not a good time for publishing. Cancer. <laughs> You're trying to think of where Jupiter is in your chart. <laughs> <laughs> Cancer's one. What's next? What am I missing? Leo. Leo. Virgo. Libra. Libra? Libra. Would be after Virgo. It was in, so partly Virgo, partly Libra, I think. I have Jupiter and Libra. Jupiter and Libra. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Let me get back on path there. (laughs) We've only gotten to, uh, we've only gotten to the 10 here. (laughs) Put my glasses back on. Um, Right. So we're dealing with the Wheel of Fortune card, which is Jupiter. And so what we want to look for with Jupiter is we're connecting to a higher consciousness vibration. Okay. So it's really about opening up our, you can call it thought process, but opening up your consciousness, right? Just to a higher power, a higher source. And then we can pull that energy back down into our heart center. So this is where we're getting it connected, right? We're pulling our higher consciousness into our spiritual self and trying to merge what our path or what our purpose is on a larger level in life. Um, the other thing we need to watch for with Jupiter is the retrograde cycle. Mm. Okay, because we will be doing some learning and relearning or reintegrating of its energy. Um, it's in the sign of Libra. 
and it's been in the sign of Libra since September 2016. It will stay in Libra until it shifts into Scorpio later in the year, October, in the month of October, October 10th. Yes, 10-10. Oh, interesting. Ah, So the 10 card is shifting on the 10th month in the 10th day in a 10 year. Wow. Okay, so there are, and and this is just coming to my consciousness <laughs> now. <laughs> ten, ten, ten. Wow. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so there is definitely something going on with that vibration. Hmm. Okay, uh, so just you know, in the month of October, be aware. Okay, I see it as an expansive energy. So Jupiter in Libra is asking us to really connect with our relationships, right? What lessons are we learning with other people as we relate to other people, as we integrate in society? How can we be one within society instead of separate in society, right? Because it's really about how each individual interacts out in the world, Um, so those are the questions that were being asked while it's in Libra, even while it's in Scorpio. But once it shifts into Scorpio, the energy is around release. Okay, anything in the sign of Scorpio is really around releasing, letting go, clearing depths of subconscious mind, clearing the unconscious mind, clearing, um, intense emotional issues that you're holding on to. Because if you don't clear it, then they will be amplified. Jupiter will amplify that energy. Okay. When we have Jupiter in the sign of Scorpio, we're actually working through some karmic cleansing. Okay. So we're pulling in a little bit of completion energy again when Jupiter goes into Scorpio. Okay. Just because it will be in conjunct its natural sign. Uh, right. Sorry, not in conjunct. Semi sextile. Okay. It's 30 degrees away. It's natural sign. Um, and when something is 30 degrees from each other, we're actually finishing something up on a karmic level. Okay. Um, But the thing is, it doesn't mind being in that sign. So Jupiter won't mind being in its next door neighbors. It doesn't mind being in Scorpio. It doesn't mind being in Capricorn. Okay. Okay. Which are the two next door neighbors to Sagittarius. Right. Okay. The same could be said for its ancient rulership of Pisces. Mm. Because Jupiter was originally, you know, before the discovery of Neptune, Jupiter ruled Pisces as well. So it doesn't mind being in Aquarius doesn't mind being in Pisces. It doesn't mind being in Aries. Okay. Interesting. Yes. So we're working with this Jupiter energy throughout the year, which is growth, expansion, the potential for abundance. Okay. But we also have to remember Saturn is in Jupiter's ruling sign of Sagittarius. Okay, and when Saturn's in Sagittarius, there's limitation and restriction of some of that vibration as well. Right. Okay. Um, So, yes, we're still working with growth, but Saturn's limiting a little bit of the Sagittarian growth. We're still working with abundance, but Saturn's going to restrict a little bit of that. Okay. So, two separate vibrations but they're kind of interacting together. Okay. Okay. Just not consciously. Right. All right. Until Saturn moves out of Sagittarius. Right. 
Which will be later this year. Later this year. Like yeah. really late this year. Like December. December. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got a ways to go. <laughs> we have a year, yeah. pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Less a couple of days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one vibration in the numerology formula is connected to the magician card, which is ruled by Mercury. So we really need to pay attention to Mercury retrogrades. The only planet retrograde as we entered into 2017 is Mercury. <laughs> so The only one? I believe so. Oh, cool. I'll quickly look oh, it up. Sorry. <laughs> um, I know I said it because yeah. I read it somewhere, but I never researched it. Well, yeah. It's funny because I thought Mercury and the Fool, I thought Mercury also was the Fool, no? No, the Fool's Uranus. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. The Awakener. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Yes, the only planet retrograde. Good. I looked it up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's official. (laughs) (laughs) The only planet retrograde as we entered into 2017 was Mercury. Mercury went retrograde on December 19th in the sign of Capricorn, and it retrograded back into Sagittarius. It will station direct, or it will retrograde back into Sagittarius on January 4th. It will station direct on January 8th in the sign of Sagittarius. And it's interesting to note that including that retrograde, there will be four this year. Right. Okay, so there's three more right. in the year of 2017. Um, all of them except for the last one. Retrograde in an earth sign, back into a fire sign. Mm. Okay. And I notice when this type of dynamic happens, we're really learning something or we're opening up our consciousness on the physical plane, which is the earth sign energy, and expanding it into the spiritual plane which is the fire sign energy. So there are learnings or understandings around being more conscious or open up our consciousness or make that connection between the physical and the spiritual planes. Okay, so the physical and the spiritual are usually a polarity. Like they're, they're two planes of existence that don't understand each other. But here we're being asked to make an understanding, a connection between the physical and the spiritual, right? So there is the potential to understand your spiritual lessons as they play out on the physical plane, okay? Um, Looking at physical obstacles or challenges that you may find that you're having and understanding the spiritual lesson around them, right? So we're we're being... Yeah, we're being given this opportunity to truly work with our mind's energy this year. So the one vibration is around conscious thought. Mm. It's truly around understanding the self. Be one within the self. Don't be separated, right? Like we often separate ourselves in the sense that we look at our physical reality, our emotional reality, our mental reality, and our spiritual reality as four different realities, right? right? We're being asked to collect them all together. And blend them into one one aspect of being or a sense of unity versus a sense of separation, right? Um, it is a year to understand who am I. Hmm. 
Okay. And as you understand who you are, you'll understand who you are in society, how you interact in the world. You'll understand your relationships because, and we've discussed this before, relationships, it's never about the other person. It's always about yourself and what you're learning. And the relationship is just a mirror, right? So mirrors will be huge this year with Jupiter in Libra and Jupiter being the 10 vibration and it being amplified. Okay, so there are a lot of mirrors taking place this year within the relationship dynamic, but it's don't get lost in the other person. Find yourself in the other person. Right. Okay, or find yourself within yourself yeah. versus Better, outside yes. of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but if you have to look, then look at yourself within yes. the other. Yes. If And you know what? Sometimes it's easier. Sure. If you can... Be honest. And when you see a character trait in somebody that you like, how do you notice that within yourself? Or where is it lacking within yourself? When you see a character trait in somebody that you don't like, what is it about that person that you don't like? And how can you honestly say, this is what I don't like about myself? Because it has, like, again, it has nothing to do with the other person. Right. Right. So it is a self-awareness year. Cool. Okay. Um... We usually think of one as a new beginning as well. Yes. Keywords for the one numerology energy is new beginning. Okay. Initiation, individualization, individualism, sorry. Um, birthing, the self, inspiration. Uh, it's creative. It's a dominant energy. It's an alpha energy. Okay. So how can you put yourself first? But... Always try and have compassion when you do that, right? It's not about doing it on an aggressive level, although that would be the natural tendency, right? It's be aware of what your intentions are because your intentions always come back to you, right? right? Um, so it, it's, it's a new beginning year. And in this new beginning year, there is a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of possibilities and potentials to be um, ignited, All right, you are listening to News of the Heart. We're going to take a short break. And if you want more information about Nancy, go to her website, universalsky.com. Please tell me the new site's up. All mm -mm. right. And it will be up shortly, I am sure. <laughs> In this new beginning year? Absolutely. <laughs> Yay. <clears throat> okay. And uh, we'll be right back. Want to know where you can hear Lori Houston's News for the Heart? Well, that's easy. You can tune in to Lori via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Lori Houston and News from the Heart. And welcome back. This is News from the Heart. You are listening to, well, 2017 with Nancy Ruda and UniversalSky.com. So we're looking at what's up with 2017. So Yay. we talked about, <laughs> I guess we talked about the first... Initial energies of 1, 10, and 19. Yes. Now we're going to go into the planets. Yes. Well, we sort of talked about some of the planets. but Yeah, yes. we touched on them a little bit, but we didn't really get into no. the heart of it no. or the depth. Um, so when we look at the sun energy, which is the unconscious vibration, and I had mentioned the eclipses are things that we have to look at. Right. Okay. Um, and I just want to give everybody the dates so that they're aware. 
we are still dealing with a little bit of the Pisces vibration. But before that, we have a lunar eclipse on February 10th. And it takes place in the sign of Leo. This so, is interesting, another 10 date, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is a 10 date in our time zone. Well, you know what? It's It takes place at 7.32 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hmm. So I think for most of North America, it'll be the 10th. Okay. Yeah. Right? Um, so, yeah. Well... <clears throat> Yeah, even Europe is going to be the 10, because it's 5. It's You said PM, right? Yes. So, yeah. So it is the 10th of the second month. Right. Well, wait a minute. That would be midnight, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, okay. So Some of Europe won't be the 10th. Yeah. okay. <laughs> um, right. I'm so lost in the time zone. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I just a complete mental blank. <laughs> Europe's before us, mm-hmm. so it will be the tenth. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was what I was initially thinking. Yeah. I switched it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right. We're good. So I think it's just Hawaii that won't be. Because I think Possibly. Hawaii is like seven hours or something. Is it us. really? It's quite a bit. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like the only place I think <laughs> in the world that's going to be not on the 10th. <laughs> so, again, February 10th. <laughs> yeah. Lunar eclipse in the sign of Leo. And Leo is, it's a creative energy. So, we need to let go of what's stopping us from being creative. Okay. Or let go of any childish attitudes that are holding you back. And a lot of times, our childhood attitudes are connected to our ego consciousness, right? The desires of our child not being fulfilled, our ego kicks in. So it's let go of that childish energy that's stopping you from moving forward in life, right? Because lunar eclipses are always about releasing. Right. So we're releasing the ego, releasing childhood expressions that don't serve us or behaviors that don't serve us. Um, And the key is to release anything that's blocking you from living with an open heart. Okay. And it's kind of like when your heart is open, your heart feels full. It feels full of love and joy. So, and that's really the vibration of what we want to be experiencing in 2017. The solar eclipse takes place on February 28th, and it's pulling in the old Pisces energy. Okay. Now, since this is the last eclipse in the Pisces Virgo vibration that we came out of in 2016, um, to me, it is a final piece of completion energy, just like a little bit of remainder stuff. So if there's anything to be done in the beginning portion of this year that is connected to last year, it would be really, really good to have it done in this or by this eclipse energy, i.e. my website. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, you better have it done by then, Nancy. You've only been on it, what, two years now? (laughs) Yeah, working on it two years. A little bit of procrastination going on. (laughs) Whenever I think of doing it, I'm busy doing something else, right? Now, I don't want to, like, belabor this, but... 
Europe will be the eleventh because, although, right? Yeah, and England Hawaii won't is be. Going to be. Well, because it's five hours, so seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So it'll be twelve thirty. They're before us. They happen before us, but at that time it'll be twelve thirty. Oh, and it's after for us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so correction. Right now correction like... on February tenth. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. We're, you know, just <laughs> wanted to make sure we don't look like bubbleheads when we, uh... <laughs> yeah, too late. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I was thinking that was why I switched it because I was thinking you were, I was right with what you were saying. Yeah. And then I remembered, well, wait a minute. No, they celebrated New Year's Eve five hours earlier than we did. Yeah. That's when it kind of, and then I went, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I went back to you and said, oh, yeah, that's right. And anyway. <laughs> it's my buddy cat who wants food oh and it woke up angel of course it did <laughs> in case gonna... anybody doesn't know there is a cat meowing in the background <laughs> yes, who will not stop until i feed him Gotcha. So the solar eclipse takes place on February 26th in the sign of Pisces, asking us to, you know, embrace, embrace the gift of the learnings from last year. So when we look at um, everything that we learned in 2016, a lot of times we pull that learning in with a heavy heart. And with sorrow or regret or at just this overall heavy energy. Because let's face it, 2016 was painful for a lot of people. So this is the opportunity to actually look at what did you learn in 2016? And how can you make that conscious? Or how can you appreciate the lessons or the potential hardships of that energy? And what, what precipitates this? Um, the solar eclipse in Pisces, Pisces on February 26th. So if you haven't really let go of 2016 yet, you still got that date to... Uh... Yes. Now, it's a solar eclipse, so it's not oh, as it's intense, intense as a good. lunar eclipse, right. right? And solar eclipses are often about embracing the gift after you've done the releasing. Mm. Right. And so there is a release that happens with the solar eclipse, but there's also this embracing of the gift. I really want everybody to focus on embracing the gift. So if you're experiencing it as a difficult eclipse, then be grateful for what you're letting go of. Right. Okay. Because there is this energy to, I'm, I'm feeling it like another veil is lifting or like this other blanket of heaviness is lifting off everybody for that eclipse. So there is the opportunity to break through that heaviness again. Right. Cool. Right. Um, and, and so like when I saw this eclipse, I didn't go to the, oh no, more Pisces stuff. I went <laughs> to the, oh yay, the last bit of Pisces stuff, right? <laughs> Because you've been doing a lot of Pisces stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the North Node, plus what else was it? What's What major planets in Pisces right now? Um, we have Neptune in Pisces right. and we have Chiron in Pisces. Right. right? So, so we ne still have a little bit of Pisces. There's still Pisces energy, but last <laughs> right. year it was conscious. Right. Okay. So, and Very Neptune's heavy. not a conscious vibration to begin with. Right. So it's like we're trying to make... Um, the unconscious conscious when it can't be conscious. So it's like we're battling within our own subconscious and unconscious mind, right? Um, 
It's just, it was an intense year. Yeah. Sure. And Chiron was asking everybody to heal their wounds in the right. sign of Pisces. So karmic healing, right? right? Um, that's still happening, but it's right. not coming to the forefront anymore. Right. Good. Yay. Um, we have the lunar eclipse then taking place in August, on August 7th, in the sign of Aquarius. Uh, lunar eclipse in Aquarius. <sighs> Clearing away anything that's stopping you from breaking free, okay. right? Um, some people may experience breakdowns, okay? In terms, so like if you're breakdown, breakthrough, break free. Right. Um, but again, awakening to the self, right? Awakening to the light that resides within the self. So... And, and quite often, in order to awaken to that light or to embrace that light, you must be placed in the dark first. Right. Okay. And again, doesn't have to be worst case scenario. Um, I'm not feeling it as a worst case scenario. And my natal moon's at 12 degrees of Aquarius. Okay. Right. So it's either I'm not aware of what's going to transpire yet. But typically, when I see anything around the 12 degree, this one takes place at 15 degrees. So it is conjunct my natal moon. Right. Um, typically when I see that, I, I feel this energy of what I will be experiencing. And as of right now, I'm not feeling a lot of intensity. Okay. So we hit you back in, uh, August, did you say? <laughs> <laughs> August is my vacation month. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> I usually take maybe most of why. the, yeah, <laughs> maybe <laughs> I'll be on the dock <laughs> soaking up the sun. Oh, okay. People will do the show there. <laughs> That's an idea. <laughs> I can bring my equipment up for one yeah. day. <laughs> we then have the solar eclipse on August 21st at 28 degrees of Leo. Okay. Um, and the solar eclipse in Leo, again, more clearing of the ego stuff, aligning with the heart, opening the heart. Nice. Right? Um so yeah, I'm actually hate to say this, looking forward to the ego clearings that are going to be transpiring. Cool. Cause it's all about embracing higher consciousness. And when we release the ego, we align with our higher consciousness. Right. And I'm not talking about releasing it completely. Because no. if you're yeah. human, mm -hmm. you got one. Exactly. I don't care how evolved you are, you still have an ego. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the nodes are also changing direction or changing signs, not direction. Um, <laughs> but they always correspond with the, with the eclipses. Right. So the north node will move into the sign of Leo on April 28th. And they travel backwards. Right. So it enters into 29 degrees Leo. Right. It's coming out of the Virgo Pisces. So it, the north node was in Virgo, south node in Pisces. We will have north node in Leo, south node in Aquarius. And with this, we are developing our individuality, our willingness to take center stage, to follow our heart's desire. Okay, so this is another kind of date that's anchoring that tap into your heart energy. Okay, yes. open your heart, follow your heart, follow that desire, have fun, start playing more, be playful, be creative, create things, connect with children or pets. Okay, because they all bring out that unconditional, creative kind of love energy. Um, 
Poor what? Angel. She's just never going to get uh, <laughs> a break. <laughs> She's no. going to have to learn to be... Uh... <laughs> She'll sleep as we talk on the air. <laughs> She's doing it right now. She's curled up on her back. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> Belly up in the air. It's so cute. <laughs> um, where was I? <laughs> Got distracted by Angel. All right. What else are we letting go of? Excessive daydreaming. Okay, so we need to focus our energies a little bit more. And that's the August? That's the North Node. Oh, that's right. That shifts into the sign, or North Node goes into Leo on the 28th. It'll be there for at least a year. I know I always ask this. North Node is really more more associated with... Where we're traveling, where we're going, what what humanity's learning this year. And South Node... Is where we're coming from, uh, what we need to let go of. Okay. It's the past. North node is the future. South node is the past. Interesting. And it's really about finding a balance, right? So when I said, you know, let go of excessive daydreaming, when we had the south node in Pisces mm-hmm. and north node in Virgo, there was a lot of dreamy energy, right? But now it's like we need to separate from that and, and focus our consciousness a little bit more into what it is that we desire to create. Right. So... Um, so yeah, that's the eclipse energy. So, you know, the other thing that we need to watch with the 19 vibration, which is unconscious is when the sun signs change, right? right? Which depending on the sign can be anywhere from the 19th to the 22nd of the month. Okay. Um, so be aware of what's going on on an egoic level Mm -hmm. at that point in time in your life, right? What's being triggered. Um, especially if there's a Mercury retrograde during that time. I don't know if there is, but I'm just saying if there is. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, Mercury retrogrades. All right, let's get it. Dum, dum, dum. The M word, as Laurie calls it. (laughs) So I already talked about the Mercury retrograde that we're currently in. Okay. It's um, almost done. Yay. Almost done. Stations direct on January 8th. Right. Okay. Um, the next one will take place on April 9th. And, oh, you know what I didn't talk about? The post shadow for the one on January 8th. Right. The post shadow is complete January 18th. Oh, that's not too far. Like, that's not too long. No. The pre-shadow, I think, was longer. but Yes, the pre-shadow was December 2nd to 19th. Yeah. The shadow period is, is around a two-week window. Okay. Okay, it could That's be two weeks and a couple days. Yeah, or nice. less than two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, give or take a day. Right, because that's not one thing that I like yeah. specifically look at the exact date and time. I just go in my midnight ephemeris and look it up by the day. Right. Right. So approximately the 18th, we're out of the retrograde cycle in January. Um, the next Mercury retrograde takes place on April 9th at four degrees of Taurus. And it will stay retrograde until May 3rd when it is at 24 degrees of Aries. Pre-shadow for that will be March 27th and post-shadow May 21st. Okay. And again, we're dealing with the Taurus vibration. So this one is really around personal values and beliefs. 
Mm. Okay. We need to focus on stability. Okay. Or stabilization. Um, Personal aesthetics. So a lot of people may be focusing on what they look like. They may be thinking about making changes in their wardrobe or in how they're presenting themselves or, you know. Except um, they can't do it that way. No, they shouldn't. No, they can't. Think about it. But don't initiate it. Right. Yes. <laughs> because there's another thing that we're going to talk about that's still going to be retrograde on when that happens. Yes. So that you definitely can't. Yeah. No. And you know what? Let's talk about that now so that okay. people don't get confused. Venus will be going retrograde on March 4th at 13 degrees of Aries, which is the self. So here we're reevaluating oh. our own individual personal values and beliefs. Okay, it will retrograde back into Pisces on April 15th, um, where we're looking at a little bit of our spiritual values and beliefs. Now, this also pulls in relationship energy. Okay. Okay. A lot of people end relationships during a Venus retrograde. Okay. It is not suggested to begin one during a Venus retrograde. Mm -hmm. And if you do then there is a lot of karmic learning within that relationship. Okay. I can't say don't start one. Okay. Um, Just be aware. It probably won't last very long and just be more. Or it's a little more intense than what you might think it will be in the beginning. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm seeing this as a beneficial energy for anybody who does have Venus retrograde in their chart. Okay. Okay. Um, However... Um, a lot of times when Venus goes retrograde, people do get depressed. Okay, so be aware. Um, especially women, right? Especially women, yes. Um, or anybody who has more feminine energy. Okay, be aware of that. Um, and lean on friends for help. Okay, and people you know um, to pull you through anything. That you need pulling through. Right. <laughs> that you need support. <laughs> pulling through. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. I got lost there for a minute. <laughs> um, so we will have, you know, for a short period of time, the two retrogrades. Right. Okay. When Venus is retrograde, don't do your hair. <laughs> don't change yourself drastically in any way, shape or form. Okay. Um, focus more on your own personal values and beliefs. Focus more on your own individuality, especially in the sign of Aries. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what it is you're here to, who it is you're here to be. Okay. Um, and be here. Okay. Be present because there's this desire to escape being when Venus is retrograde. Okay. Okay. So do be present. Uh, going back to Mercury retrogrades. Right. Since we kind of jumped the gun a little bit Well, there. we did just because it was kind of important. In alignment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In alignment with the, the dates line up a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, so then the next one will be in August. On August 12th, Venus will retrograde at 11 degrees of Virgo. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it will station direct on September 5th at 28 degrees of Leo. Okay, so again, we're dealing with that earth fire energy. 
um, aligning the physical studies in the mindset. Okay. Opening up our consciousness to our physical presence, but also what's beyond our physical presence into the spiritual dynamic. The last one will be in the month of December and it is in the sign of Sagittarius. Okay. It stays in the sign of Sagittarius and it's connecting us to truth. Okay. And the dates are December 3rd, 2017 is when it retrogrades and it will station direct two days, three days before Christmas on December 22nd. Um, at 13 degrees of Sagittarius, do all of your Christmas shopping prior to December 3rd. And a little bit before. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, go for the whole Black Friday. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Black Friday Christmas shopping. Or or do, you know, Christmas Beginning of November? (laughs) Christmas Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Do it all Christmas Eve. Oh, you're you're two days out of the retrograde. It's still in its station. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be careful with that because it's it's still pretty slow. Um, (laughs) Yes, we're telling you now in January to do your Christmas Mm -hmm. shopping prior to Mm mid-November. Okay. (laughs) The pre-shadow, November 15th on that one. Okay. Black Friday's out. Post-shadow, January 12th. Just don't buy anything electronic. Right. Right. And that's what people buy during a Black know. Friday is well, electronic stuff. <laughs> I don't, but yes. <laughs> um, because in the sign of Sagittarius, we're aligning to truth. Right. Okay. So Higher I know we talked before about how, oh, this is really more to do with Saturn, but Saturn still. Go to Saturn. Saturn is still in Sagittarius when yes. this happens. Yes, it is. And do you think this is going to have, you know, this is this could be when the correction happens. I mean, people, you know, with what, everything that happened in the States that will be anchoring this year, um, you know, could that, People are, they don't know what to expect, right? They don't, it's kind of a wild card still. Oh, we'll be in a wild card all year with that dynamic. Right. Okay. Um, And it's not just the Saturn energy that's doing, it's actually, whenever Saturn hits 27 degrees Mm. of Sagittarius, it can create a lot of chaos. In our economic structures. Right. Okay. Um, We're already feeling that because it has hit 27 degrees already. Okay. Okay. So, but it's not really being announced, right? It's it's almost like the media doesn't want to project the fear out there, right? Which is okay. And and, and majority of people I talk to... with regards to the media. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they do have an agenda. Yeah. Um... And anyways, they're trying to boost the economy instead of bring it down, right? right? Which is why the media may be a little bit more hush-hush. But if we look at, okay, and and not look at big businesses per se, although a lot of big businesses have gone through 
huge restructuring since Saturn has been in Sagittarius. Yeah. Saturn entered into Sagittarius officially on September 17th, 2015. It was there on December 23rd, 2014, but it retrograded back into Scorpio for a while and then officially entered in on the fifth in 2015. Um, and the end of this year, it will be shifting into the sign of Capricorn on December 19th. Okay. Okay. So we will be out of the Saturn and Sag vibration then. And and I'm so looking forward to it. I'm being sure a Sag. <laughs> Sun in Sagittarius, Venus in Sagittarius, oh Saturn, get out of Sag. <laughs> <laughs> Enough already. <laughs> But you got a whole bloody year left. But yeah, great. I do. Yeah. So 27. So when does Saturn go retrograde? Saturn will station retrograde. Because if it's already been in 27, it must be pretty soon. April 6th. Oh, okay. Um, God, and that's, that's like right with Venus, right? Venus is a couple days later? Yep. Nice. So we're going to have a bunch of retrogrades. No, Venus is March 4th. Oh, sorry. And it goes direct on April 15th. Okay. Yes, we will have a few so planets right before, retrograde together. It's right before Mercury. Yes. Um, Saturn will then station direct on August 25th. Okay. And then when will it hit the 27 again? You probably don't know that. That's Off the top of my head, me. no. Yeah. You know what? It we'll, retrogrades we'll at, it at 27 degrees of Sagittarius. Oh. So you do know. Yeah. So <laughs> it'll be at 27 a few days before that. No, that's okay. I don't need to pull no, out all the dates. No, no. Okay. <laughs> so right around April. Yes. End and of March, beginning of April. Retrograde. And then what's the post? What's the shadow? What's the post? We don't do shadows with Saturn. Oh, okay. No, you feel the. Oh, okay. So basically, with anything from Jupiter out, when it comes to retrogrades and directs, we feel it the week before to a week after. Mm. And that's where we feel the intensity. Yes, we are learning something as it's retrograding, but we're not really collecting all the data of what it is that we're learning. It's more a big picture learning, right? So April could be the big something. Yeah. If not April, March, be... March, April. Right. Okay. So February, we have eclipses. Beginning of March, Venus goes retrograde. When Venus goes retrograde, people feel it financially. Okay. Saturn's going to hit 27 degrees of Sag. Um, end of March, beginning of April, people are going to be feeling it. Right. Right. Um, and, and when I talk to individuals, they're talking about their money being tight, their oh, debt yeah. being Everybody's, too high, right? Yeah. Interest rates on, on things are getting higher, not so much mortgage rates. Mm. Cause, and this is where they're trying to keep the co economy stable. Oh, sure. Right. But if the bank of Canada raises interest rates, then, Oh God, See, they'll see, I don't, you know, eventually it, that's where the correction happens, right? That's what yes. correction is going to mean. Yeah. But I mean, it will, it will mess up so many people's mortgages, right? Yes, because we're in a housing boom and mortgages right now, Are like the average nothing. mortgage is, is $500,000. Right. 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 Oh. It's probably even way higher. Than well, that, it depends but. on where. I'm just picking a number out of the air. Okay. <laughs> well, if a starter home in Toronto <laughs> is seven to eight hundred, I'm thinking mortgages are probably higher. But yeah, um, yeah. So, I mean, if interest rates go up, that's when 
That's when everybody yep. has a problem. That's why they're that's why they're purposely trying to keep them down. Yes. In it's fact, they're forcing them to keep them down. I know. In right? fact, they've even been talking about going under, which is crazy. I've never even heard of it. Just to just so this stuff doesn't happen. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I mean. So correction, because we're in Sagittarius, it's about the truth. Things. Yeah, we're looking at the truth of our economic system, and right. and you know, which there's, someone is already bringing up. Being, yeah, it's a lie. It doesn't really exist. Right. Right. Money paper. is an illusion. Yeah. <laughs> it's no something basis. we measure yeah. our value on, but it has no basis in the spiritual reality. Yeah. No None. basis in the physical reality. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the scarier part. <laughs> I, so, okay. Where was I? So I think we finished up the Saturn. Yes. Well, we talked well, we talked about Jupiter too already. Yeah. Um there's some aspects to Jupiter since right. Jupiter is our Oh, and Mars? God bless Mars is not going retrograde. Yes, thank God. <laughs> We won't talk about 2018 because that might be the year that they both go. No, no, no. Oh, good. No, Venus won't. Oh, good. Because it's, yeah, so it might be till like 2019. Okay. Let's not worry about it then. We're not going to project the two of them being retrograde together. No, because that was a bad year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was 2015 or 2014? 2015? I can't remember 2014. I can't remember either. But it was a hard year. I should know. You should, but that's okay. It, just, it was such a hard, that. I mean, everything was retrograde. Like, it's like everything. Oh, man, that was hard. Um, So we talked about, okay, Jupiter retrograde. Jupiter goes retrograde on February 6th. And remember, this is the 10 vibration that we're dealing with. Okay. So a lot of the learning and the unity, um, unity and diversity or the individual and society energy is going to come up around this time period so that we can truly understand the lessons that we're learning um, or how to bring in our higher consciousness more. It will station direct on June 9th. Okay. Both still in the sign of Libra as it doesn't move into Scorpio until the 10th of October. Right. 10, 10, 10. 10, 10. Uh, Jupiter aspects. Jupiter will be square Pluto on the first hit was November 24th, 2016. So this is where we're pulling in a little bit of stuff that we were doing before. Um, Second hit March 30th, 2017 and third hit August 4th, 2017. This brings in a little bit of tension. Okay. Um, As we're trying to achieve whatever our goals are. Okay, when we have Jupiter and Pluto kind of facing off, there could be like expansive power plays, right? So other people potentially showing huge amounts of power, projecting huge amounts of power. Okay. Um, But with Jupiter energy, it may not be grounded. Mm. Right? So it's kind of like being directed outward instead of being channeled up and down, like from higher consciousness into heart consciousness, it's being sent out horizontally. Okay. Okay. Instead of vertically. Um, Jupiter opposite Uranus. First hit was December 26th. Right. So look at Boxing Day. How did you feel on Boxing Day? This transit can indicate a sudden change 
in your life, either from breaking a routine, it can help break down a relationship if the relationship isn't meant to be supported, changes in your career, or just recognizing changes in the way you need to operate in life. Okay. Um, you may feel a need for change and not initiate the change, but like that, so it can stir up a sense of like restlessness within the self. Um, but there was deeper stuff going on than just your traditional family connecting on the 26th, if you were open to the energy. Second hit will take place on March 2nd, okay. two days before Venus goes retrograde or four days before Venus goes retrograde. Third hit will be on September 28th. Okay. Um, other energies... Jupiter in conjunct Neptune, which the first hit was actually on October 23rd, 2016. Um, I can't even remember what was going down at that time. <laughs> yeah. October was a bit of a blur for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but these are where potentially religious views or personal ideas are challenged. Um, there's a tendency to want to do things for others when you actually need to do things for yourself. Mm. Okay. Um, you may become disillusioned with some of your goals. Okay. The key is to let go of the past ideas and kind of adapt or create a new belief system for yourself or a new plan in terms of moving forward on your soul's plan. Right. Um, really a strong time to be of service to other individuals as well. Is there only just the one hit? Well, Sorry. that was last October. Right. Okay. So then the second hit will be May 17th, 2017. And then one July 5th, 2017. And then once Jupiter moves into Scorpio, it'll then be trine Neptune. Okay. okay, which is a harmonious energy. It's a dreamy, kind of like at one with the world. It's when you need to meditate and connect with spirit. And so I love that vibe, right? Mm -hmm. um, we get one hit in 2017, and that's on December 2nd. Okay. There will be two additional ones, May 25th, 2018, as well as August 19th, 2018. So that's going into next year's. Right. So that's something that we're finishing up the year with. So with all this, you know, Mercury retrograde and Saturn moving out of Sagittarius and all within all that heavy energy, there's this, you know what, chill, relax, meditate, listen to some music, kick back, connect with yourself. Nice. Right. Um, so it kind of lightens the energy a little bit or it's bringing the opportunity to lighten the energy a little bit, which means if that wasn't happening, it may be even more intense. Right, right. <laughs> and was that like the same day as, as Mary Rose retrograde? All these dates. <laughs> but it's like, I think the second was the day you said. I, it's like, Is it the second or the third? I'm thinking that might be the third. I know it was early in December. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we get a little bit of a a dreamy, lighter, yeah, dreamy, a dreamier retrograde. <laughs> Don't be illusioned. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. And that's it. You know, yeah. we do have Uranus going retrograde August third. It'll station direct January second, two thousand eighteen. Um, we are in the last year of Uranus and Aries. Okay. Because in May of 
2018, Uranus will be shifting into Taurus, completing a seven-year cycle. Okay. Uranus is in a sign for approximately seven years. Um, so we're coming out of a seven-year energy of awakening to who am I, awakening to the self. So it's it's very important that in two, uh, 2017, you can kind of answer that question, who am I? Right. 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 That you can identify with it. Because even though you're still going to be asking that question a little bit in 2018, with all the other energies shifting, and with Uranus going into Taurus, it's more about awakening to your personal values and beliefs. And you're going to see how your values and beliefs are shifting. Right? That's what the Taurus and Uranus will be? about. Yeah, Uranus and Taurus is um, earthquake energy. Oh, lovely. Okay. Okay, so tower energy? No, tower is ruled by Mars. I say earthquake because Uranus is the unexpected. Yes. Okay, and it can be freeing, but it can also be destructive. Okay, so it's these things (laughs) that we don't expect, which are actually here to free us. Well, yeah, it's like you have to break down to break through, right? Right. That's Uranus. Right. Break down to break through. Um, Uranus is lightning. That's why okay. I think of the tower, but okay, yeah. that's Mars. So, but when we pull it into the Earth sign, it's the lightning hitting the Earth. Mm. Okay. And creating openings in the physical plane. Right. Mm. Um, for us to embrace the change that spirit is asking us to embrace as we move into the age of Aquarius, right? We're in the age of Aquarius doorway. Uranus is the ruler of Good Aquarius. God, when do we actually move in there? I know. Everybody, nobody really knows no, the know date, right? It's it a doorway. Are we in the age of Aquarius? We might have one foot in the door. Maybe. Okay. It's the age of light. And a lot of people are becoming more conscious and tapping Absolutely. into that light vibration. Um, but look at the percentage of the population that's conscious and the percentage of the population that's unconscious. Mm-hmm. I don't know what those percentages are, but I would like to think once we're at the 50% conscious versus unconscious, then maybe we've entered into the age of Aquarius. Wow, that's a long ways away, Nance. <laughs> okay, so sum up what you think 2017 is going to be. Give us, give us like a something, a something, something. Yay! (laughs) Well, there you go. (laughs) Um, Again, embrace new opportunities. Okay? Because it's, it's not about it being good or bad. It's how are you going to approach every opportunity that's coming to you? Okay? If you approach it with an open heart, you will have a fabulous year. If you approach it with a closed mind and a closed heart, then you're still trapped in the dark. Right. And you're still trapped in the age of Pisces. Right. All right. Well, I might, when I, I did a, I did a, a teleclass um, interview where the interview was done a couple week uh, a week, last week. <laughs> and uh, mine was possibilities mm-hmm. as long as you're in the now. Yes. It's huge about 
there's all sorts of possibilities. Well, it's about being now. present. Right. Okay. Exactly. When you're when you're tapped into your own consciousness, your heart center, you are Absolutely. present in the moment. Exactly. Right? You're not projecting so yourself fit. outwards. We Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And it, it definitely goes with the yay. <laughs> Well, when that heavy blanket got released at midnight, I I was just like, thank you. Thank you, universe, right. for removing that veil that weighed 100 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You've been listening to News for the Heart. Thank you, Nancy. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And uh, you want to know more about Nancy, go to her website, universalsky.com. Mine, intuitivesoul.com, and we'll be back next month. Have a question for Lori and want to be on the next News from the Heart show? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. News from the Heart is brought to you by Intuitive Soul and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org. 